0: really tough time in your life you only learn from mistakes and failures and one thing I've seen that you have done is to be an agent for change within Goldman Sachs and that stereotype
1: continues to drive sometimes that nagging feeling that you may have which drives that imposter syndrome
0: the conversation has now moved on to is the need for psychological safety within the workplace yeah. and how that links to vulnerability people will only be vulnerable in big organizations if they feel that it's a safe supportive environment in which they belong what more can businesses do to promote psychological safety that in turn leads to people feeling that it's a safe space to be vulnerable psychological safety says
1: is that you are Know you're in a psychologically safe environment where you do not fear that having an opinion or expressing your view is going to lead to any type of risk of of prejudice or discrimination. Because what you have created is you have created an environment that's called a safe space. You have created an environment where people feel that they can put up their hand. They can join the conversation. They can throw out an idea and it's okay they're not going to be ridiculed. Not everyone's ideas are right. I come up with some pretty crap ideas sometimes, but I've got people around me who help, you know, steer that and temper that sometimes. We all, it takes a team, exactly. And so those teams that have created that space, they are the teams that tend to collaborate better. They are the teams that have trust and they're the teams that then end up performing better because they come together and they support each other right and when you think about it sometimes the quietest voice is the voice that actually might have the most groundbreaking idea but being a groundbreaker with a groundbreaking idea you are going to stand out you're going to go against the grain and if you don't create a space where someone can turn around and give that idea you might be missing out on the next big thing so that's psychological safety so in, in a work environment, I think what is missing in order to create that is that level of trust and psychological safety. If you're going to have that safety, you can't just turn around and go, we're now going to be a safe space, right? That's a bunch of words on paper. And I think leaders need to step forward and show what that actually,
0: what that actually looks like. And touching upon trust and vulnerability in the workplace, what 's one thing that often gets missed from the conversation or leaders don 't touch on as often I think one of the
1: I think one of the things that I never hear from leaders and so i 'm very conscious about talking about when I think about vulnerable leadership is turning around and saying that i 'm not okay right and I can see it on my jumper for those who, who see us on on video today you know it says boys get sad too, and the truth of the matter is is everyone suffers right everyone has those hard days for some those hard days become really really hard days and if we think about the work environment whether it's the legal profession whether it's professional services financial industry um, they can sometimes become pressure cookers and if people are not in a good place actually helping create that space where you role model that it's OK to not be OK and it's OK to have that conversation. That might be the lifeline that's actually going to save somebody that day to be able to go, I'm going to survive and I'm going to come back tomorrow. In the US, the Trevor Project did some great research that for youth and that's people up to the age of 24, uh, so that's very much you know, inclusive of the workforce. of those that are LGBTQ plus contemplate actual suicide. Um, And if we look at the UK, there's YouGov data that has looked at it beyond and has looked at it holistically. And actually, it is almost 50% of the UK population that's LGBTQ plus has considered suicide. And so actually, I think it's incumbent on us as leaders to turn around And if we're going to create a space that's psychologically safe, and we're going to create a space where we want our people to trust us, then we need to show that no matter what level we're at, that we're human too,
0: and that it's not always going to be easy. It's okay to not be okay. A really powerful statement. And sat here today, you've obviously climbed the ladder at Goldman Sachs. You've had your career and have got to the successful position in being vulnerable if there was one thing you could tell your younger self, perhaps at law school, on the flights, when you were an attendant, what's one bite-sized piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Ooh, um can I give two? Sure.
1: Okay, I'll take two. Um, so I think the first one is show up for yourself. If you're not prepared to show up for yourself, you can't expect anyone else to show up for you. I think that's key. I think the other thing is I fought so hard to fit in with the crowd and, you know, fit the mold. And actually, I think if I look at my life now, I don't want to fit in with the crowd. I actually want to turn my back to the crowd. And I think turning your back to the crowd is super powerful. And I think, you know, for those who maybe don't understand what I mean by that is Think of any orchestra, everyone listening to that orchestra and the music that's created, right? the conductor has their back to the audience the entire time. And that conductor is the one that helps bring about the most amazing music. So what I take away from that is, and my advice is, is it's okay to turn my back to the crowd. It's okay to be away from it. It's okay to just be me
0: and be different because at the end of the day, I can still drive beautiful music. I love that. Thank you. And one thing I've seen that you have done is to be an agent for change within Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. If we look, you were the first to help launch the pilot for the LGBTQ plus internship within the legal division under your leadership. So many changes have happened perhaps with your teams or at Goldman Sachs because of you or in part because of the teams you've worked in. What's one piece of advice you would give to senior leaders listening or watching who perhaps want to implement change or want to strive to be that agent for change, but don't quite know where to fit that in?
1: So it's it's not just me. I think everything is a team effort um, and there's a host of amazing people at Goldman that drive and affect change. Um, I think my biggest advice is start small. I think we all want to change the world overnight. And as much as I love that you need to, to set your sights and take, take the baby steps. And so, you know, when it came to the internship, it was for us, it was around targeting just, you know, the legal division and a really small first cohort to be able to make that work and to, to trial it and see what happens, you know, seven years later, I can't believe it's been seven years. Seven years later, the pilot now goes, the, the pilot's now converted and is a program across the bank, um, across a host of different divisions, not just the legal division, our sales and trading businesses, our investment banking divisions and, and the like, which is brilliant. So start small and recognize that it's, it's about asking questions as well. If you're going to affect any type of change and you want to drive change, talk to the people that you want to drive the change for.
0: I love that. Thank you. And as a final takeaway, what's one thing that excites you for the future?
1: What excites me the most is I think more and more people are finding their voice. And that's what I I love. And I think more and more organizations, even if they're not getting it 100% right, are starting to create a greenhouse where where individuals that do have a fire in their belly, that want to go against the grain, that have an idea, that want to be transformative, that they're in a greenhouse environment where they can start to sprout and grow. And I think the more people that we foster that for, those are the people that are really
0: going to help transform you know the future state of work and when the firm was thinking about the motivation behind this podcast we deliberately named it voices for change an inclusive community of thinkers and doers so I think the answer you just gave is a perfect summary of what we've hoped to achieve here so thank you very much for being a thought leader within the diversity space a senior figure in the industry and we're delighted to have your time thank you thank you for having me it's been a great conversation